because then you're not slaughtered. Yeah. But you draw too many hard lines, man, no matter how much sense you make, you are going to be crushed. Yep. All right? All right. Here we All, right. All good? Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Our next guest was a successful head coach at Virginia Commonwealth, also took the Oklahoma Sooners to the Elite Eight. We got to know him as a Duke player and assistant coach under Mike Krzyzewski. He's now in year two as the head coach of the Pitt Panthers, Jeff Capel. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Always great to be on with you. Thank you very much. It's great to see you in person. Let me start you here. What do you understand better about either the city of Pittsburgh or the university or the community or the nature of the Pitt job that you might not have fully understood even as you were sitting at that podium on day one? Well, I think I understand the city more. You know, when I took the job and when I went up there for the press conference, that was my first time ever really in Pittsburgh. I mean, I'd been there as a visiting coach, but you don't see anything as a visiting coach. You're just watching tape, getting your team ready. And so it's, it's a great, great city. It's wonderful people. They have a lot of pride in Pittsburgh. And I think my family and I, I just think we're, you know, a lot more comfortable with the city, our surroundings, and just, you know, how, you know, really how the city works. He's got uh, Xavier Johnson and Trey McGowan's back from last year's team, four of his five starters from the Panthers squad of a year ago. Does Coach K remember enough <laughs> from building Duke, uh, not from scratch, but some, through some tough times in the early 80s that it's even worth asking for that advice? <laughs> or since you've been a head coach twice over, you know, you might not need to ask him as often. Well, you know, I, I, I don't have to ask him as often just because I already know the story. During my seven years back there as an assistant coach, I asked him all the time, like, how did you do this? And how did you change your recruiting philosophy and things like that? So when the special came out of the class to save Coach K, yeah. all of these stories I knew. Uh, and so I'm, 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 I'm well-versed on that. Now, I do know that he's always a phone call away if I do need anything, and I'm, I'm obviously very, very appreciative of that. You know, it's maybe a little bit weird for him because I am in the league. It's not like Chris or Wojo where you don't see him, you don't compete against him. You know, with me, I am in the league, so that may, you know, make some people feel a certain way. But it's a relationship that I value, I cherish, um, and I know that he's always there for me if I need him. The old saying, it's more about the Jimmys and the Joes than the X's and the O's. As you, I know you're not going to throw your players under the bus for not having enough talent, but what did what were you reminded of or what did you learn as you guys finished tied for 14th, mm -hmm. uh, took some lumps, but also uh, learned a lot, I would imagine, along the way? Yeah, you know, we, we, we learned a lot. I mean, we were a program um, – or we are a program, I should say, that's, you know, we're trying to become good. We're trying to become relevant in the ACC, which is the best basketball conference in the country. And so with that, we do have to improve our talent. I mean, that's something that I knew when I took the job. You know, we got very fortunate that we were able to get three guys last year that were freshmen that played a lot for us. And so I do think we made an upgrade there. That's something we have to continue to do. We also have to develop. We have to develop the guys that we have and we have to help them get better. But the other thing is that we have to fight, and that's something I thought we learned last year. I thought we learned how to fight and compete. You know, if you look at it, not the most talented team in this league doesn't always win. Doesn't always win an ACC championship or a national championship. What wins is the best team, the team that's together, that has an identity, 
uh, that that you know defends, that plays both ends. Um, and you know, I don't think you would look, although they were very talented. I don't think you would say Virginia was the most talented. I think they were very talented. Yeah. And showed by their draft and and things like that. But I wouldn't say they were the most talented. They're a perfect example of that. They get guys to fit their system, to fit their standards, and then that you know they don't deviate from that. And so that's an example to all of us uh, that are trying to work our way up in this league. Jeff Capel III is joining us, the Pitt second-year head coach. When you go 14-19, and 3-15 and 15 in the ACC, every coach I know saw the competitiveness that you just described. I would say some veteran media members who understand the game appreciated the competitiveness that those guys shows. Do we live in a Do we live in a world, Coach, where 90% of casual observers can't see <laughs> that, and you need to reinforce a message of progress uh, because of short attention spans and other things? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, fr from all the stuff that I heard. Now, granted, I don't look at a lot of stuff and I don't read a lot of stuff, but the people that actually talk to me, I think our fans, I think they did appreciate Good. how hard our guys competed and how we fought. You know, if, if, if you look at our conference schedule, the 18 games that we played, with the exception of five games, Duke, North Carolina, uh, Virginia, and then both times we played Clemson. So the other 13 games at the under eight-minute timeout in the second half, it was a one- or two-possession game. Either way, wow. either we were winning or losing by one or two possessions. So we were right there. We had opportunities. What we're hoping is that this year, with a little bit more experience, adding a little bit more talent, that now we're able to win some of those games that we couldn't win, whether it's make a free throw, make a shot, get one stop, get a rebound, don't turn the ball over, you know, things like that. Hopefully with experience we're able to do that and we're able to turn some of those close losses into some wins this year. You, of course, were a special part in front of the Cameron Crazies of one of the great phenomenons in modern college basketball. There's a similar tradition growing at Pitt, and I know it had its name, the zoo, the yeah. zoo et cetera, prior to your arrival, but uh, compare and contrast what's going on there because it seems like a lot of folks are feeling that vibe. Yeah, you know, the Oakland Zoo was voted. I, re I remember, you know, as a fan of college basketball, especially when the Pete was built, the Peterson Athletic Center, Peterson Event Center, I should say, um, I had heard about the zoo. And I'd watched games on TV in 2014 when they joined the ACC. I got my first chance to experience it. It was always voted one of the most difficult places in college basketball and one of the best home court advantages. I felt it last year when we beat Louisville and we came back and we beat Florida State. I felt it. And then for the rest of the conference, with the exception of one game, which was a Wednesday 9 p.m. game, I felt it. So you can feel the energy. You can feel that they sense that something special is happening. Um, we're excited about that, and hopefully we can keep them excited and continue to build on what we did last year. A couple quick things, and we'll get you out of here. On this year's schedule is a trip to Duke. Yeah. I don't know how much time you have for sentiment or even if you <laughs> can envision that, but uh, what are you looking forward to most, and, and what do you share with your players about that? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll share it more. We haven't talked about it yet. I'm sure I'll share it more. It's something that, you know, I have looked at and thought about it. You know, I'm excited about it. It gives our guys – I don't think anyone we have on our current team has played in Cameron. Um, and, and so I'm excited to take a team there. Um, I'm excited to, 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 to test ourselves against, you know, one of the best programs in all of in the history of college basketball and to see where we measure up. You always want to test yourself against the best, and that's certainly one of the best venues 
and one of the best programs ever. And I'll be excited to take my team in there, and hopefully we can perform at a high level. Last thing for Jeff Capel of Pitt. You can follow Coach on Twitter, at Jeff Capel. In a lot of my years, Coach, this is 33 years covering the ACC, there were times in some seasons where it felt like the top eight was almost just impossible to climb the ladder. Yeah. Now, I'm not expecting Duke, Louisville, UVA, UNC to slide, but it feels like the midsection is a little bit more manageable after the top tier. Maybe your tier would be different than mine. When you think of four or five returning starters and Johnson and McGowan's as a sturdy backcourt uh, and their growth, is it realistic to say that we, the Pitt Panthers, can make a run at an NCAA tournament bid, or, or is that like putting the cart before the horse? Well, you know, that's our goal. That's something okay. that we have talked about. Um, and, you know, I, I want us always shooting for lofty expectations and lofty goals. Now, we understand that a lot of things have to happen for, for that to, you know, for that, for that opportunity to present itself. What has to happen is that we have to be really good. We have to control the things we can control at a very high level. We have to show up prepared every day. We have to show up with the right attitude, and we have to work, and there can't be any excuses. Uh, but we do feel like we have some guys returning that got great and invaluable experience last year in our league. Uh, you know, we think our backcourt with, with, with X and Trey you know, has a chance to be a really good backcourt in this league. And, and – maybe, you know, on par with anyone in our league. But we have to prove that. It's enough to say it on paper and just what you did last year. Now we have to go about winning games, and that's going to be the, the final verdict on that. We have to win games. Jeff Capel of Pitt, always a Blue Devil as well, of course, on Twitter, at Jeff Capel. Thank you for always taking our calls, and we appreciate the in-person visit here on the David Glenn Show. All right, guys, appreciate you. You got it right back at you. We're back after this. Thanks, man. Always fun. Okay. Great to see you.